to Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a pretty nice day today. Um, sunny with a high of 74. That humidity is now gone, thank God. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zolak's going to join us after 8 o'clock today. Plenty of football to talk with uh, with Zolak about. And uh, Patriots, uh, Jets, mostly Patriots. We're going to talk about the Achilles heel. Yes. You know, that's going to sting. Also, the keyword to cash coming up after 8 o'clock, too. And a lot of other stuff in between. Sweet. By the way, I believe the boil water order is over. You can oh. now start drinking at will. It's over? According to what uh, the news I saw, oh, all it's right. been lifted. So Last, uh, last night I saw that uh, it was going to take four or five days to fix that break. Yeah, well, the water is good. You can start drinking that. Well, thank God for that. With the big E coming to town and everything. Cause a big problem. That's 535 right. and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Boston with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 74. Tomorrow, uh, for the first day of the Big East, sunny and a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. And if you have storm damage, uh, they're, they're there 24-7 for you. That yes. Aqua Pump. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, Sean Penn, and I say, didn't I just say yesterday we don't do enough stories about Sean Penn? You did say we didn't do enough stories about Sean Penn. Uh, Sean uh, Penn has a very simple question he'd like the universe to answer. How come Will Smith can smack a guy and get away with it, and he can't? In a new interview with Variety, Sean was complaining that the Oscars didn't want Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky on this year's broadcast because he wasn't lighthearted enough. But he added, quote, well, guess what you got instead? Will Smith. Then he said, so why the F did you just spit on yourself and everybody else with this stupid effing thing? Why did I go to effing jail for what, uh, you, for what you just did? And you're still sitting there? Why are you guys standing and applauding his worst moment as a person? He was referring to the time he got arrested for punching a movie extra in the face back in 1987. Hmm. And he said the situation at the Oscars made uh, so ang- made him so angry that he wanted to destroy the two that he'd won. Instead, he went to Ukraine and gave one to Zelensky. He said, uh, I thought, well, F, you know, I'll give them to Ukraine. They can be melted down into bullets and they can shoot at the Russians. <sighs> wow, he's got some uh, he's got some anger going he's, on there. You know, he's got nothing but a chip on his shoulder. He's well, not he's, a lighthearted guy. Yeah, but look at the guy. He looks like an old catcher's mission. He does. Yeah. But you want to smash your own awards because of because of Will Smith? That's the dumbest thing ever. Well, uh, he's mad that he went to jail for doing something uh, similar back in uh, the 80s. I mean, you know, the year that I no longer participated in the Pinewood Derby, did I smash my trophies because somebody else was uh, the champion that year? Yeah. No. Of course not. Uh, That's stupid. You, you remember Chad Michael Busto? I don't know if I do. He's the guy who tried to approach Drew Barrymore during a speaking engagement at a theater in New York City. Then he went to Drew's home in the Hamptons after going door-to-door looking for it. 
Well, those days are over because Chad has moved on to Harry Potter star Emma Watson. Last Friday, he stormed into a dressing room at a New York Fashion Week show demanding to see her. He was yelling at people and saying that he wanted to marry her and get his picture taken with her. He was he was then uh, arrested for his behavior. Well, he just wanted to show that he's how much he loves her. That's it. Is yeah. that is that wrong? Is that wrong to you know pour your heart out in front of Drew Barrymore? If she were here, I'd pour my heart out. Well, now he's moved on to Emma Watson, and I know stalking is a very serious charge. But uh, celebrities are very vain sometimes. Do you think that uh, Drew Barrymore is wondering, well, wait a minute, what did I do wrong? Yeah, I mean, clearly, I guess we've moved on. Is she saying, what did I do wrong, or thank God it's her now? Well, I'm sure she doesn't want anybody else targeted. But No, uh, but... Uh, you would wonder, you know, is it something I said? Why doesn't he like me anymore? Uh, I have the full cast of Dancing with the Stars Season 32, if you're interested. What else you got? Well, I'm going to go for it anyway. The full cast of Dancing with the Stars Season 32 was announced yesterday on Good Morning America. In case you're wondering, the celebrities who are members of the SAG-AFTRA can still participate because it falls under a different contract. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, model Tyson Beckford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Echotil Gomez. Okay. She's uh, she plays Amer- America Chavez in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Allison Hannigan from American Pie and How I Met Your Mother, the band okay. girl. Sure. Uh, YouTuber Howery Jowsey from Too Hot to Handle. The recent Bachelorette Charity Lawson. Reality star Ariana Madix from Vanderpump Rules. Uh huh. I'm yours singer Jason Mraz. NFL star Adrian Peterson. Isn't that the one that uh, was beating his kids with yeah, a switch? Yeah, 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 yeah that's corporal that punishment one. guy. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, YouTuber Lele Pons, Mira Sorvino, <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears. Were there no actual celebrities available for this this season? Kyle Richards, estranged husband Mauricio Umansky from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, good. Matt Walsh from Veep, not to be confused with the political commentator. Uh, Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch. Now that finally is the cele- a celebrity. Finally, a finally. One- okay, I can see the chick from uh, American Pie being on there because she was on the- that. That How I Met Your Mother was a pretty popular show. Mira Sorvino Sorvino used to be a celebrity at one point. All right, so three. You got three celebrities because I wouldn't consider Jason Mraz. I mean, I guess he's a he's an artist. I don't know. He was an artist. Well, maybe I'd like to be on this show. Do you really want to dance? Well, if it's easy, quick money, and you don't really have to be a celebrity to be on it, I guess I could I could succeed at that. I'm not really a celebrity. No, but if they asked me, I'd pass. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Uh, and The Surreal Life is coming back with a cast that includes Macy Gray, Chet Hanks, and Kim uh, Zolksiak. There's no word on a premiere date. There's no word of whether any celebrities will participate. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I said Macy Gray. That's sort of a celebrity. That's one out of three. And uh, Josie Canseco, the daughter of Jose Canseco. Wow. Yeah. They have really Olympic set their bar high. Olympic figure skater Johnny Weir. Okay. Uh, rapper O.T. Genesis. All right. And uh, Chet, I, I said Chet Hanks, the son of Tom Hanks. Wow. Man. That's a, that's a star-studded lineup. 
Hey, uh, you can now have a taste of the Upside Down from Stranger Things with a new line of ice cream inspired by Scoop's Ahoy Shop in Season 3, you know, where Steve and Robin worked. Right. There's uh, even a flavor called The Void that has activated charcoal, so it's black in color. Ooh, cool. There's uh, six other flavors. USS Butterscotch, Triple Decker Extravaganza, Chocolate Pudding, Cinnamon Bun Bites, Mint Flare, and Pineapple Upside Down. It's currently and exclusively sold at Walmart in 14-ounce containers for about $5. I'm excited about that. I like uh, like the idea of eating charcoal. Yeah, I love charcoal. Mm. I like a good... Uh, you know, I walk into a Baskin Robbins. They're like, "What well, which flavor would you like, sir?" And I'm like, "Do you have the Kingsford?" <laughs> I just want to chew yeah. in a couple briquettes. That's actually our thirty third flavor. We haven't told anybody about it's the Kingsford. Ch- <laughs> yeah, this is the Matchlight, yeah. the special edition. And uh, Kim Kardashian had another vampire facial. Really? Yeah, that's where they take all the blood platelets out of your face and then uh-huh. re-inject them somewhere else. Hmm, sure sets up in a say. Oh my God, the last time I had a facial like this was when Ray J gave me the Hungarian slingshot riding the Squeegee Express in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. I'm going to have to look those up. The Squeegee Express, you got to clean up quick. Sure. So it's just a one wipe and then you're done. Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once had her fiddle my purple mud button. Mm-hmm. I uh, had a date with the abdominal blow man. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is she put the bowstring up the pipe hole. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah now we're talking. Yeah. And that right. is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Are you Hype to Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and sticks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a beautiful day today. Sunny and a high of 74 tomorrow for the first day of the Big E. Sunny and a high of 71. It's uh, 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm actually glad the weather's going to be uh, not too bad Yeah, next couple days. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be that humid, right? It's, no. Uh, drying out? No. Uh, it's going to be uh, nice and clear and sunny and no, dry and... Uh, and then you can go see Dan Williams tomorrow. He's going to be on the uh, the Avenue Estates for the uh, the the VA. Yeah, he's going to be uh, doing that tomorrow morning. Yeah, that'll be cool. And we and you and I and uh, Marty are going on Tuesday. We'll have yes. to talk about the uh, the the uh, the specifics of how we're going to handle that. Well, I think we should get somebody to to film us doing stuff because it's hard to do that on our own. Well, it would be easy to do it if you know y- you know we weren't all doing the same thing, right? Like, it's very hard to eat and hold a camera, you know, and get the shot properly. Yeah. We may have to bring somebody along with us. And then condense it down to a less than three-minute TikTok video. That's basically what- Or you do what they they otherwise do. They do multiple parts. Oh, part one, part two, part three. Yeah. And then you tell everybody, wait till the end. Gotcha. Even though at the end, it's, it's, it's like- you won't believe what number 10 is. Yeah, you won't believe how we finish, and we, and it's usually a very disappointing finish. I, I kind of like your uh, little entertainment tonight uh, tease. I like that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. You make it in multiple parts. I think we're on to something here, Bex. Listen, I'm always thinking. Uh, if you're waking up this morning and you're a resident of Springfield and Ludlow, you can drink your tap water again. After the Springfield Water and Sewer Commission lifted their boil water order early Thursday morning. I'll have an order of boiled water, please. Could you just pour it right down my throat, please? Mayor Dom Dom looks at the water and says, boil, and it turns into a pot <laughs> steaming mess. Uh, in a news release, the Springfield Water... He did water- that once at the boil, and look what happened he- to it. Oh, yeah, look at it. All the heads blew off. Yeah. 
in a news release, the Springfield Water and Sewer Commission notified uh, 22 News around 5 a.m. that the order had been lifted after all water samples collected on Tuesday and Wednesday tested negative for bacteria. We are pleased to report that it is no longer necessary to boil your water. We recognize the inconvenience this caused and thank you for your patience. You know, I know these guys are professionals and they know what they're doing. But if you just had like a water main break and your concern was uh, contaminated water yeah. and it tests okay, who do you think the first guy to actually taste the water? Uh, how was that guy chosen? Well, they probably, you know, took somebody they didn't really care for and yeah. said, uh, "Here, uh, take take a glass of this." Johnson, I want you to drink this uh, this big pint of potentially contaminated do, do, water. Do you remember uh, when the when the the Flint water crisis? which is still going on right now. Right. The the water in Flint, Michigan. And then they had, like, Obama go there, and, uh, like, I I think it was, was it Biden probably went to? I don't know. They had, like, a whole lineup of uh, these uh, uh, dimwits, and they're like, oh, no, the water's perfectly safe to drink. And then it was Michael Moore, of all people, who, oh, po- yeah. who pointed it out that they didn't even even drink the water. They just did one of these little, you know, put it to your lips. Oh, yeah, I'm drinking this water. It's fine for everybody. <laughs> so how do we know that mm. this is uh, this is really okay to drink? Well, I'm not saying that they're, you know, you know, phoning up the results of a water test. I'm not suggesting that at all. I just know that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to be the first guy to test it. And, you know, did you, did you see anybody on the news last night? You know, you know, guzzling down like a, you know, fresh tap water from Springfield. No, no, no you I, did not. Well, because they didn't lift the boil thing until five o'clock this morning. So, all right. Well, then let's say that uh, someone on the morning news today were to say, "Well, let's," uh, and we tested the water right here in our studios, and you see like uh, some reporter, you know, guzzling down a whole glass. Yeah, I would like to see that kind of reporting. Pro- oh, it's okay now. Prove it. Yeah, where's uh, Duncan McLeod there, or whatever his name is? Right. Duncan Hines. Duncan whatever, Hines. Whatever Duncan he's Hines. doing. Yeah, yeah, whatever Duncan Hines is doing over there. Is he drinking the water? He's drinking the Kool-Aid, that's oh, for yeah. sure. He definitely is. I know that uh, the Springfield schools are back in session today. Yeah, yeah they were off yesterday, and yeah, today they're they're back. What's the gal on uh, with Tedimer in the morning? What's her name? Uh, Taylor Knight. Taylor Knight. You think they right, Taylor, go out there, stand in front of uh, that pipe, that burst pipe, and drink a glass of this water. Well, she's an anchor, you know, and an anchor is not going to uh, go out of their way for that kind of reporting. But you can send somebody, you know, who's making you know just a few extra, you know, looks like you know barely over minimum wage to report on that kind of story. Yeah, I mean, you know, Duncan uh, Duncan Hines is pretty new. Uh, you know, maybe he could go, you know, fill up like a like a sippy cup or a, a Tervis tumbler with maybe- water. Maybe right could, right from the tap. Maybe we could have that kid that interviewed us last year for the Mayflower Marathon from Western Mass News. Yes. He's a real go-getter. He would do it. He looks like he would drink anything for 50 cents. Hey, 50 cents. I'll give you 50 cents if you drink this. Okay. <laughs> He's like the kid you can get everybody. You can yeah. get him to do anything you want to. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that broken water pipe out there, I didn't. The last I heard yesterday on an article on Mass Live saying it was going to take four or five days to fix. So did they reroute the water or something? Like I don't know how that works. I I guess maybe that's how they do it. I mean there must there must be they have to shut off the water in order to work yeah. on it. Yeah, probably. Like you ever try to like uh, 
you know, put a hose on to a like a faucet that's running. Can't yeah. be done. So you gotta you gotta turn the water off before you can do anything. We'll get Dom Dom down there to drink a glass of water, and he'll slug it down and go, ah, tastes like the fresh mountains of St. James Avenue. <laughs> the cool, refreshing streams yeah. of East Springfield. Deer Park, that's great water. <laughs> um, speaking of water, I've been watching these TikTok videos of Lemonster and Gardner. Oh, it's a mess. Holy crap. It's a mess. It is like you talk neighborhood streets are just washed away. The, what the, There was a firefighter walking around taking video and he's like, you know, of course, it's got that, uh, you know, that Eastern Mass accent to go along with it, too. And over here used to be somebody's front yard. Now it's just a pile of debris. Steve, I believe even in Lemonster, it's pronounced debris. Are you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I am. Uh, but yeah, he was like, and this is all debris right here. Debris as far as the eye can see. And they're like taking bulldozers and bucket loaders and pushing it up. They're saying like it's got the, the, the town itself of Lemonster got like $40 million in damage. Yeah. And evacuation orders have been lifted, so you can go back to your your uh, your flood damaged home, try to yeah. remove all the all the silt and the mud and the muck and the mildew that's been left behind. Well, they, 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 like I said, the guy who was like, "This is this was somebody's front yard," and then you know it's just it's just rock and dirt. Yeah, it's, it's like you're lucky the house didn't get washed away with all of that. It, they said it was it was something like. 10 inches of rain in less than six hours? That's an I mean, insane that's, amount of water. You, you, I don't even know how that's even possible. I mean, that must be, be not like raindrops, but like if someone dropped a bucket on you for an hour. Yeah. it's a, the Leminster ice, got waterboarded the other day. It's the ice bucket challenge. The rain bucket challenge from only Leminster. A, only a tougher challenge. Yeah, but uh, man, I, I you know if you, if you have a chance to give to a... a, a fundraiser for that thing I, I i would recommend doing that because those people are going to need help getting they were like towing cars out of the middle of the road because and then there was a school bus going through one of them oh yeah and the lady is like uh, i gotta stand back from the road because the bus is creating a wake and it was <laughs> it, it was driving through the probably about three feet of water the school bus because i think they were just trying to get it out of there and the, and it was creating a wake in this lady's front yard amazing it's uh, 622 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. We know you're busier than ever before. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 628. And the Foo Fighters with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a nice sunny day today with a high of 74. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I forgot to uh, mention this at the uh, beginning of the show, so I'll uh, just drop this in now. If you're going to be listening to uh, the podcast today, because you missed uh, you know, some parts of it or you know what have you. Yeah. It's uh, all brought to you by uh, Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. All right. Would you uh, like to laugh? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah. Sure. Maybe. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's Grr. joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. Excuse you. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I mean, you just uh, you run a professional broadcast up until that moment, and it just, then you just I, let it out. It just came up. All right, couldn't prevent it. Let's talk about the naked cowboy. All right, the sheriff. This is actually a blonde joke for men. Okay. All right. Yes. The sheriff in a small town walks out in the streets and sees a blonde cowboy uh, coming down the walk with nothing on but his cowboy hat, his gun, and his boots. 
So he arrests him for indecent exposure. And as he's locking him up, he says, Boy, why in the world are you dressed like this? And the cowboy says, Well, it's like this, Sheriff. I was in the bar down the road, and this pretty little redhead asked me to go to her motorhome with her. So I did. We go inside. She pulls off her top and asked me to pull off my shirt. So that I did. And then she pulls off her skirt and asked me to pull off my pants. So I did. And then she pulls off her panties and asked me to pull off my shorts. So I did. And then she gets on the bed and looks at me all sexy and says, Now go to town, cowboy. And here I am. <laughs> ah, see? He didn't left. go to town. He didn't even uh, do what he had to do there. He, he just go to town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get a chance to kick in the saloon doors, if you know what I'm <laughs> I saying. I know what you're saying yeah. there. <laughs> Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News. First time for news. It's brought to you by Naples Home Buyers. They buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Naples home buyers. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, Bax waking up to bad news is never a good thing. Montague's most popular races have been canceled for this Sunday. According to the Montague Soapbox website, it is the first time in the history of the Montague Soapbox races that there were not enough racers registered by the deadline. Oh, my God. How in did pre- this happen? In preparation for next year, the committee has already begun planning and an announcement will be made in early 2024. Why don't you make the announcement now? Yeah, what are you waiting for? Everyone's on the edge of their seat. Ah, you know what? That was something we look forward to every year, heading up to Montague for the soapbox race. A long-standing family tradition crushed by not enough people willing to do it. You know, I don't uh, I don't know what's up with people today. Got a beautiful event like uh, the soapbox races up in Montague. Mm-hmm. You would think uh, you know, families would be planning out their soapboxes right now, looking to uh, looking to get them involved in this glorious event. You would think so, but here we are. No soap. We're soapboxless this year. How many uh, are the minimum uh, needed in order to have the event? One. <laughs> Actually, you probably need two. You need at least two. Yeah, at least two to do it. Otherwise, you're racing against yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll have at least two or maybe even three participants in the soapbox races up in Montague. Well, you got 12 months to start planning now. Yeah. Uh, Remember I was telling you, Montague always reminds me of Montgomery, even though they're not really close to each other. Right. But Montgomery, and I told you this uh, a few weeks ago, that they got this new electronic sign outside of the firehouse. Yes. And it's only on one side of the sign. So no longer does uh, the guy have to go out there and change the letters every six months. Because <laughs> that's how, how often it was updated. Right. So they had, uh, you know, it was, it's the, uh, I think it was the Russell, uh, Monk, uh, Russell Montgomery Fire or Police Department now. That mm-hmm. they've, they've merged, and uh, now they have this big sign. So they, they were promoting this big safety event that they had out there a few weeks ago, which was still up for like a week after that. <laughs> and then now it's just the time. That's all that's on the well. board is the time. Is this the kind of sign where, like, around, say, like, the 4th of July, they remove the uh, the letters that say, welcome back to school? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's where they took them all off there. But uh, but they, they, they have the, the time on there, so you now you know exactly what time it is when you drive through the, uh, the town of Montgomery to let you know, oh, you only got a couple more minutes before you get out of here. 
Well, there were many times I've been in uh, Montgomery where I thought time had stood still. Well, that's that's what I was trying to get at. Like, I feel like you know everything else is still the same mm-hmm. except for this electronic sign, and it feels like I've stepped into the DeLorean of thrusted right. myself past 88 miles an hour. Well, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Montague just get electricity in that town? Montgomery. Montgomery. Didn't they just get electricity? Well, no, they had electricity, but they've replaced the hamster now with an actual mill <laughs> that pushes the water through. Can't beat progress. No, you can't. Hey, uh, here's the good news this morning. Residents of Springfield and Ludlow can begin drinking tap water again. Did we ever drink the tap water before? Yes. Well, oh. yeah. At one point, and I and I have never agreed with this, that uh, that some people felt that Springfield's drinking water was some of the finest water in the area, and while it's uh, it's perfectly fine water, I mean, is it better than everybody else's? I don't I don't think so. There was a on the Facebook Marketplace, somebody was selling a bag of Holyoke tap water in the. For 20 bucks. <laughs> it was just a Ziploc <laughs> bag full of tap water. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, res- yeah, the, the Water and Sewer Commission notified uh, everybody around 5 this morning that the order had been lifted after all water samples collected on Tuesday and Wednesday tested negative for bacteria. We're pleased to report that it is no longer necessary to boil your water. Well, what if you're doing shrimp? Like, what if you're doing, like, a, an old bay seasoning? And, right. Uh, Want to make some garnishes for your Bloody Marys. If you want to make pasta, yeah. you got to boil the water. Even if you want to boil an egg. No, you don't want to boil an egg. Why not? Boil eggs? Say I'm going to make egg salad. Yeah, well, you put them in the air fryer, and you put them for 12 minutes at 350, and then you put them in an ice bath, and then they're done. It's so much easier than doing the uh, the hard the boil water thing. Yeah, once the, the water is boiling, it's about the same length of time. Yes, once the water is boiling, how long does it take for the water to get to reach? Well, you don't you don't want to watch the pot because a watch pot never it takes boils. Twelve minutes in the air fryer for the eggs. I didn't realize that your schedule was so busy that you had to rely on an air fryer. I'm a very still, busy man. Still got to preheat the air fryer. That yeah. can take six minutes. No, it takes two minutes. My air fryer takes two minutes to heat up. Mine takes six. So you're talking fourteen minutes total mm-hmm. to get the eggs out. Okay. You're taking 25, 30, at least. I don't know about that. I think you are. I don't think, what, do you have some super-powered stove at home that's uh, heating the water up faster? Now, here's a good question for you, since we're talking about boiled water. Is it better to use cold water or hot water to make the water boil faster? I would think hot water out of the tap would be better yeah, because you're. I know hot water freezes faster than cold water, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I assume that because of the hot temperature, it takes less time to boil. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, I don't think so. I don't know because I've been I've been I've been filling it up with hot water before I boil stuff, and it seems to go a lot quicker hmm. uh, if I'm doing making pasta or something like that. You know uh, what else makes it go faster? What a lid. Yeah, put a lid. lid. Put a lid on. That thing will start boiling in no time. Right, but will it, it hot or cold water? I assume hot, but I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Well, what what the, do you do when you fill up a pot? Do you just fill up whatever water is available? I, I just to go you? cold. All right. I think we have a call. Let's uh, uh, okay. take a call on this and uh, get the experts' advice. Uh, Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Gary. 
Hey, Gary. You should never use uh, hot water to cook or eat or boil. Why? Because of because of the sediments and stuff that happen in your water tank. It's, uh, it's you know, there could be minerals and stuff and calcium and stuff that uh, forms inside the tank, and then you're you're boiling it. All right, let's suspend safety here right. for a second. Is it quicker <laughs> to boil hot water or is it quicker to boil cold water? Well, naturally, it's going to be quicker to boil it. Yeah. All right. Then that is really thing. You're telling me you couldn't use a little extra calcium in your system? Well, it's not that kind of good stuff, I don't think. Any plumber will tell you. Any plumber. Okay. Sediments in your water tank. Look at all that. You're you're, uh, you're getting PFAS in yourself uh, with the... the, the, You want to drill PFAS on you? Yeah, with with your, uh, your, your pans, pots and pans. You don't want that stuff in your gut. Yeah, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank right, you very much. much. Let's okay. take it. Let's take another one. Another one. Yeah. All let's right. See. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Tom. Uh, up the street from you, Pax. How you doing? Good, Tom. What's up? Well, you know, as far as the boiling the water, you know, let's not even talk about that. Ice cubes do not freeze faster if you use hot water. Come on, physics, my man, physics. Dude, you ever see the science experiment where you take two cups of water on a freezing cold day? One cup is cold, one cup is is hot. And you throw the uh, the cup of ice of uh, cold water, nothing happens, it splashes all over the place. But you take the cup of hot water, you throw it up in the air, and it all turns into ice crystals. It's because the molecules are moving fast in the hot water to begin with. Oh, God, you don't have all morning. Listen, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take scientific advice from a guy who said, hey, Baxi, I'm the Tom up the street from you. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All sure. Right. Okay, Mr. All right. Right. All right. I got Bill Nye, the science guy over yeah. here. That's what I got. All right. Thank you. <clears throat> oh, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yes. Well, Mr. Science uh, figured it all out for us. I feel like we're doing the show from a year ago now. <laughs> remember when we had all the fun uh, facts? Sure do. I do remember. Right. Anyway, the uh, boil uh, water issue, that you don't have to do that anymore. Everything's back to normal. Thank goodness. Yeah. We can go back to watching people shoot each other. <laughs> you know, like the olden days. Like the, like old like the, day, old days. the days we all yearn for. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 74. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 71. It is 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102 is your home for New England Patriots football all season. Field's classic rock, 650, and Alice Cooper with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and nice today, high of 74. Tomorrow, opening day of the Big East, sunny and a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Every week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, I'm talking to some of the greatest legends in rock and new wave and alternative and metal and everything in between. This week, my uh, my guest is Richard Lloyd from the legendary band Television. Uh, he's going to be performing at the Parlor Room in Northampton on Saturday Really cool show, a very, very cool interview with a real bona fide guitar legend. You can hear it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com. It's all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Find them online at ZMHomes.com and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm just uh, reading this article here about uh, this Reddit post. Well paid engineers and lower paid delivery drivers alike are marveling at the pay stub of a UPS driver. A Reddit user posted a Reddit user posted an apparent copy of their UPS paycheck to the site on Tuesday 
and it quickly went viral. For 49 hours of work, the UPS driver made more than $2,400 before taxes, according to the paycheck that was posted. Insider couldn't independently verify the paycheck, and the original poster didn't return a request for comment. Still, the pay appears to track with a recent pay bump that drivers negotiated with UPS through their union. Right. Uh, one uh, commenter said, I'm a UPS delivery driver. I have nothing more than a high school diploma. The caption uh, put to the post read, how is this even possible? Well, my union, the Teamsters. UPS reached a deal with the Teamsters union that saw an agreement for its full-time delivery drivers to receive total compensation of $170,000 when including benefits, about $25,000 more than they made before the agreement. News of the raise sent shockwaves through some of the U.S. workforce as some well-paid tech workers weren't sure if they should feel admiration or outrage. The revelation of one driver earning more than $2,400 before taxes for about a week of work sparked similar reactions from some Redditors. In the comments, fellow delivery drivers and college-educated white-collar professionals compared their own salaries. They said the UPS driver made more. Other commenters took the time to congratulate the driver and emphasize what they said was the need for pay transparency. One Redditor wrote that he made less as an aerospace engineer. An, Am an Amazon driver chimed in to complain that they're paid $17 to perform what they said was essentially the same job. The original poster replied to the comment explaining that they'd worked at UPS for five years as a driver and for two as a package handler before that. Despite the good paycheck, the driver goes home, quote, exhausted every night. You know, yes, people have the sticker shock. $170,000 for a guy driving a truck? Mm-hmm. You know how hard that job is. I do because I've known people that yeah, worked at UPS. I've, I've known quite a few people that have that have done that job. I remember my brother when he was seventeen years old. Yeah, passed out from heat exhaustion because they had a seventeen-year-old kid loading packages into the back of these hot trucks all day long. It's a punishing place it, to work, and when you yeah. think about it, um, our entire economy kind of right yeah. now kind of runs and hinges on the yeah. idea. That we need our yeah. packages. You know, like, uh, you know, UPS offers a very important, crucial service. Yeah, they they do. Whereas aerospace technology, please. Well, and, and I don't see the harm in giving somebody that compensation for that job. And frankly, I think it's actually they're underpaid for the job that they do. You know, the funny thing is when they were going through that whole strike thing, so I got this. I got this. I got a pretty long driveway. It's a pretty good distance down sure. the road from my house. Most of the time, like yesterday, the driver came and he parked at the bottom and walked all the way up the top of the hill to deliver the packages, which I was like, "Well, that's that's a go getter." But he might have had other packages at the other homes around me, right? Too. But he walked all the way up the bottom of the driveway. You know what the UPS manager did when he uh, when he did it? When, when they were delivering packages, right at the end of the driveway, along a fence post, they hung it in a bag. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're probably not supposed to drive into people's driveways. There's, there's very specific rules about if you're a delivery driver, what well, you can and cannot do. Because well, everything, everything is based upon... You know, the efficiency of their right. uh, of their delivery route. But I'm talking about the UPS manager versus the, the guy who, you know, this guy's actually, the, the driver is actually making the extra effort yeah. to take a, a walk up somebody's driveway as opposed to the manager who says, yep, yeah, there you go, right at the end, right at the end of your driveway for anybody to come and take it. <laughs>
<laughs> so, well, I mean, it's, listen, it's it's a lot of money to make, but yeah, and I know there are other <laughs> there are other industries that uh, we scratch your head and say, how is this possible? But, but you may not be represented by a strong union, and that may be one of the reasons why. Yeah. You're not getting like I don't even well, know. Are 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 Amazon drivers? Is that a, is that a union job? I don't know if it I is. I don't think it is, and that's that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to unionize a lot of those work sites because they're not protected by those things. And and you've heard some horrible things come out of you know what they're making Amazon people do, and you know coming to work sick. Oh and, yeah. and all this other stuff. You know, I I uh, I, I think you should be compensated for that. And you know what? This Bezos guy making all this money, you know, the guy's got enough money to to, to go around. Is it really going to hurt your profits by taking care of the people who deliver well, the very items that you're selling? He's he's not the only guy who's getting paid. I mean, he's getting paid handsomely, but there is, there is an infrastructure you got to pay for, too. Yes, but they still are a multi-billion dollar a year company. Sure. How much money does one person need? Ooh, Jesus! I don't, I don't even want to put a limit on that. But you know, you know, after in case doing, I ever get there, doing some recent research myself, talking about cost of living raises. Mm-hmm. It used to be what three percent. You're lucky if you get two percent. You know what it is now? No, eight percent. Eight percent. Yeah. Wow. So if people aren't even getting a cost of living adjustment for it's doing some of the jobs they do. Like, where's the breaking point of this? Where you're, where you're you know, you're not going to be able to get anybody to work for you because you can't have people that are getting paid properly. Yeah, to do it. but you know, you're going to have a lot of people trying to apply for UPS jobs, thinking they, you know, you know, seeing well, like a big, the, the, seeing dollar signs in front of their eyes. But the moment they get that job <laughs> and realize how demanding it is, yeah, you could say, all right, it's one hundred seventy-six thousand dollars. Is this worth it? Maybe not. I don't know. As good as it sounds, you don't want to be miserable at the same time. Well, I, I support the Brown. I'm sure you have. I do. I you do. stand behind I the Brown. I stand behind the Brown. When for many, the Brown stands behind them. I told you, I saw that guy with the shirt on that said pay ups, and it was, you know, pay up. Right. It was the UPS logo. Pretty neat. It's 658 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, Craftsman, and Aaron's. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember back when slugger Manny Ramirez played for the Boston Red Sox? Boy, those sure were exciting times. Winning World Series titles, causing problems, shooting up buckets of steroids into his system. Those were the days when we were able to laugh it all off and say, it's just Manny being Manny. And if you were playing ball today, I'd still find myself blinded by denial despite Manny serving two 50-game suspensions for performance-enhancing substances. Now, at the time, Major League Baseball was sifting through all kinds of urine samples trying to find who was taking them and who wasn't. And while it might have been argued that nearly everybody was taking them, it was guys like Manny Ramirez and Ryan Braun from the Milwaukee Brewers who were being specifically targeted. Yesterday, ESPN reported on a story that the guy who flipped on Manny and on Ryan Braun was none other than Alex Rodriguez. According to the reports, in 2014, A-Rod was told by DEA agents 
that he would be immune from prosecution if he started naming names of players who were involved in receiving human growth hormone from the now-defunct rejuvenation clinic Biogenesis. The report claims that A-Rod flipped like a cheese omelet after being told to tell the truth or face charges of lying to the DEA agents and failing to cooperate with an active federal investigation. And like a gutless rat, the dude spilled the beans and threw Ryan Braun and Manny right under the bus. Now, that doesn't mean that Manny wasn't pumping himself full of the juice. It just means that Alex Rodriguez is a backstabbing rat with a big fat mouth. And as if there weren't enough reasons to hate that guy, here's another one. Now you might say, Maxie, isn't that just federal justice doing its job to weed out those involved in uh, criminal activity? To which I would say, I suppose, if you want to get technical, but I prefer to operate in my own bubble of optimism and deniability instead. And as such, I'm starting to wish that Jason Veritek had taken a couple more swings at the guy when he had a chance. Because A-Rod is a jerk, and I don't think I like that guy. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You go into the Big E, go to Rocky's first, the official hardware store of the Big E, and buy your Big E tickets. And when you get to the Big E, ride the giant slide, the Rocky's Ace Hardware giant slide. Good, fun people, rock solid slide, and Rocky's giant slide at the Big E. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. To Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 and Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 74. Tomorrow, more of the same for the first day of the Big E, uh, high of 71. It is 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Scott Zolak coming up after uh, 8 o'clock and a decent possibility that Marty Caproni is going to pop in in just a little bit. Oh, that was supposed to be a surprise. You're not supposed to say oh, that. Oh, am I not supposed to say that? Yeah. The just, disregard that I said it at it's all. Like, it's like uh, Norm from Cheers walking in here. Oh, I see. Yeah. Kind of like kind of like on uh, like The Tonight Show when all yeah. of a sudden Don Rickles would pop out of nowhere. Yeah. And all of a sudden mayhem ensued. Speaking of Cheers, I saw uh, <laughs> like a, a, a meme the other day that had all of the cast of Cheers back in, like, 1983 or whatever. Yeah. And they were showing all the ages of them, and they were all, like, under the age <laughs> of 30. And they're like, they looked so much older then. Oh, my God. You know, I, I've seen a bunch of that. Like, you know, people, like, like when uh, Carol Connor was, you know, was playing Archie Bunker for yeah. that first season, he was only, like, 48 years old. Isn't that and crazy like, to think? Yeah. yeah. I mean... I, that's like I don't know, like nine years younger than I am. But he looked like he was eighty something, almost, or in his seventies at least. I just think people are aging better now than they they were before. I don't know if that's just a matter of perspective because I'm uh, you know kind of getting up there myself. But it's like a, you know, like you ever see like old baseball cards? Yeah, it's like all these old men that all all look grizzled and you know they look they were like in their fifties yeah. still playing baseball. But you you know you turn the baseball card over and you realize that guy's only twenty seven years yeah, old. Right but at he's the time. but it looks like you know like his his performance enhancing drugs involved bourbon well, and camel cigarettes. Yeah, now that you brought up baseball players, Nolan Ryan was always a guy that I thought was way older than he than he was, but he's not. No, I mean now he's in his seventies, I think. But, but still, at the time he was playing, yeah. and he, well, you know, towards the end of his career, he was you know pitching into his forties. Yeah, but, but I'm talking about like you know. But, but even even forties seemed to seem to be he looked like he was way older than that. Yeah, and I don't understand it because all right, so I'm I'm going to be uh, fifty seven yeah. uh, this week, right? And uh, you know, I when I look fifty seven. 
I know. And then Jesus. I kick in the face. Yeah. So when I look in the mirror and I and I and I and I and I see myself, I don't really see an old man yet. Yeah. However, there's something there's something psychological when I see other people who are also fifty seven. Yeah. And I can look at them and say, Jesus, how they get so old. What do they go through where they're not as yeah. you know, virile and uh, and vibrant as me? I don't uh I don't feel I mean I feel I don't feel older. No. You know what I mean? Like I still I I don't know. You just, when you get to whatever age you're at, you don't feel like you're that age. But like you just said, there's things that you start noticing that you're like, "Oh man, I'm I'm getting old." Like yeah. I make the old man noises when I sit down. Ugh. I make the old man noises yeah. when I sit up. Yeah, well, same thing. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's just little things like that. But there's something about there's something about people from previous generations or previous decades where they just seem to age older. Yeah. And I don't even know what the hell that is. I mean, are we doing something different? Well, I don't know. I mean, you see it here and there where you, where you can't believe somebody's as young as they are. Yeah. Because they look like they're 90. You know, like a heavy drinker or a, or a you know, well, they were chain smoking, chain smokers, stuff like that. That you you look at them and you're like, wow, that guy must be in his 80s, and then you find out he's only 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at your face! Yeah. You look like an old catcher's mitt. What did you expect? Well, yeah, birth emphysema, effects. birth defects, not this. Not this. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, you, you don't. Uh, I don't feel like old. I, I think I'll feel old when I buy the New Balance sneakers. With the straps? Do you have them? No, I don't. You don't have white sneakers? Like the white? Uh, I, I mean, I owned f- white sneakers when I was in my 20s, but like, they yeah, didn't come with the straps. Yeah, but, but not even the straps, but just that thick white sole to the bottom of them. You know, the like the thicker than normal? Yeah. You can pick those guys out in a crowd wearing chinos and, and New Balance sneakers. When my wife and I were first dating, yeah. I was wearing those kinds of sneakers. Why? Because uh, I was at the point in my life where I just, uh, I had given up on life. Yeah. And okay. uh, she pointed that out. She's saying, we got to do something about these sneakers. It looks like you've given up on your life. Yeah. Now, again, that may seem like uh, like a pretty harsh, you know, thing, to harsh say. thing to say, but, you know, she wasn't. She wasn't wrong. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. <laughs> she wasn't wrong at all. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I when I've gone to like high school reunions and I look at some of the people that I went to high school with. And you just want like there's like a group of them that have aged fantastically, yeah. And there's a group of them that have not. And it, it's not always about you know hard living. It's I think it's just genetics. It's genetics for for a good it deal is, of it. It is genetics. And and you know when you speak of genetics, it was funny because I had I had some uh, really gr- uh, best friends of mine come and stay the weekend at my house about a month ago. Right. And, you know, we've been friends since we were, you know, probably 12 years old. And, but now here we are sitting around a, a fire outside of my house. And as they're talking and, and the edibles are kicking in, um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm talking, I'm talking to their dad, like the, they're their dads. Yeah. And I remember what their dads were like. And they talk exactly the same way that they do. And it's like I've seen that time and time again. And it kind of gave me a little cringe. 
Because yeah. it's like, wow, you're just you're acting just as goofy as your dad did when he was talking to us when we were this age. Yeah, I mean, like think think about um, think about someone who was old on television. Yeah, yeah, it can be any any character on television. Who who would you say like was an old guy, uh, a character? Uh, Mr. Drummond, Phil Drummond. Okay, uh, Conrad Conrad Bain. Conrad Bain. Okay, I'm going to look this up. All right, he was born in uh, 1923. So, okay. 20, 30, 40, 50. He was 50-something years old when he made that show. 50 uh, years old. Yeah, uh, 1978. Yeah. When that, that, uh, so, so he was about 55 yeah. or so. When Didn't he, he look like he was in his 70s? He looked like he was in his 80s, you know, as a kid. Yeah. You know, he was the old rich man. Right. I mean, he didn't, he didn't die until... Uh, the age of 89 in 2013. No. But it's like, how did that guy, how did he not look that, how did he take that role as such a young, as such a young man and look so damn old doing it? You know, he had a twin brother. He did? He did. Uh, Boner. Stuart Bain. Boner? Boner Bain. You're kidding me. I've got, I've had that before. Boner Bain. But yeah, he did. He does it bark at the moon. What is? What oh, it does. What does it do? Uh, it, it takes different strokes. That's oh, what of it course. Does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. What you talking about? What Willis? you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Arnold, why is the bed shaking up there? I'm having an asthma attack, Willis. <laughs> <laughs> it's 720 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Attention football know-it-alls. You think you know, but you don't. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 729 and Cream with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be sunny today, high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I was just uh, thinking, I, I wish I knew a place to go to get food and comedy at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's and, almost uh, unheard of around on, these on parts. On a Thursday night, where in the world could you get a deal for 20 bucks for a buffet and comedy well, show? Well, as it turns to, out, look who's here. What? Uh, allow it's, me to bust in like Kramer with an yeah, answer to yeah. your question. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can go to Loft Comedy Club tonight, Steve. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I don't think I've ever been there. It's a little comedy club in Chicopee. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, above View Street Tavern. Uh, 7 p.m. doors. 8 p.m. show. Food comes out around 7.30. It's $20 at the door. There's no buying it online. Just 20 bucks at the door. And uh, you get your dinner and your comedy for 20 bucks. Wow. No drink minimum. Wow. None of that. That's uh, how awesome. And, and Marty, do you, do you know what the, the menu is tonight? Uh, tonight, I think we're going Italian. I think it's going to be like uh, ziti and maybe meatballs Ooh, and some salad and roll. with the ziti hey. and the bread. Oh, hey, yo, hey, yo. Bada bing, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. We're, well, so uh, I, I came by because, uh, you know, I feel like you guys might have been hungry and you didn't know where to go tonight. So. Uh, uh, shameless promotions. Uh, we're, we're all about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, listen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we... We might have been hungry, then uh, you might have brought food in here with you, but uh, that didn't happen. I was on my way in, and I heard uh, Bax say that I was going to be coming in, and you say, I was supposed to be surprised. 
he was going to come in like Norm from Cheers, and it, it made me laugh. And then you were talking about different strokes, and yeah. I, that part, I started laughing so much that I got hiccups. <laughs> so I've never had it happen. So like the last three miles, I'm I'm like breathing like I'm in a Lamaze class, so that I don't have hiccups when I right, walk in. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ice chips would have been the only thing to yeah, right. sell you down. We uh, got we got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your weapon. 7.34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get the $5,000 signing bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Rejoice! The boil water order has been lifted! Yay! That's right. The boil water order has been lifted as repair work continues on a water main break in Springfield. According to the Water and Sewer Commission, the order was lifted around 5 a.m. today. The commission said in part, on Tuesday, September 12th and Wednesday, September 13th, we collected water samples for bacterial analysis from locations throughout the distribution system, and all samples tested negative for bacteria. Congratulations That's to the Springfield terrific. Water and Sewer Department. Well, what what fabulous news. Isn't that great? Yeah. Did yeah. you did you have to you didn't have to worry you live in Chicopee, so you I live in Chicopee, but I live close enough to it that, that I got the emergency thing on my phone at twelve at night or whatever, yeah, yeah. freaking out on Well, that. that's usually the time they send out those warnings. Yeah. Right in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. To but wake yeah, you up it, and that's sound what it sleep. was. It, it jumped me up. I was just falling asleep. I was like, ah Yeah, know. but could you imagine being that like one guy in Springfield <laughs> wakes up in the middle of the night, hasn't seen his phone, hasn't seen just had the a notification. Big glass of water. He wakes up, goes to the bathroom and drinks <laughs> himself a big gun, you know, bladder buster of water. This or, water tastes like crap. Talk about Yes it does. Talk about the anxiety that you'd get if you just drink a glass of water then you get the warning that's what i'm talking yeah, yeah that's right just, like not 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 in the middle of the night but like you just drank one and then all of a sudden two seconds later bing, and bing, that's the bing. thing when it went off yeah. it was like it was effective like two hours before the notice so if you're that guy you're sweating it uh i uh, uh i did a show last night in wilbraham and one of the comics is from springfield and he was he was talking about how he's like, yeah, you know, it's, I took a shower and brushed my teeth and all that stuff and everything, and then uh, and then I found out that uh, we had the 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 order, you know. So if you're that guy, yeah, it sucks. You're that guy. It does yeah. suck. There's a lot of people going to work not smelling like poo this morning. That's nice though. Where, they had a good clean shower. Where was your show last night? Uh, it was in a barn. Oh, because somebody messaged me and says, "Are you friends with Marty Caproni?" And I go, "Yes." <laughs> and she goes. We just saw him at a comedy show. He's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, this, yeah. this, you've been at the barn before, right? I have. That's uh, We have a longstanding uh, show that we do there. It's uh, on Wednesday nights, like so, like most like once a month up until like winter hits and then uh, the porta potties freeze up. So yeah, to, you can't go can't out there doing that. Anymore, yeah. hey, you don't want uh, poopsicles? No, yeah. no they, don't, they don't allow they're, it. They're blueberry. <laughs> Blueberry poops. Yeah, yeah, they look so lovely. Yeah, a lot of comics just love the thought and sound of a barn show. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, it's uh, I said it to the the headliner last night. I had uh, Harrison Stebbin come in from from Boston, and uh, it's a show that I helped them produce. So I just usually host it or do a spot or whatever. And he was like, "So this is in a barn?" And I was like, "Listen, everything about this show should not work. It's on a Wednesday." It's in a barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people tailgate before the show in the parking lot. 
it's at Fountain Park. Oh, sure. So they're out there with like tables and charcuterie boards and grills and cornhole. It's like the Tanglewood of comedy. It really is. Oh, wow. it's, it's the closest Wolverham has to Tanglewood culture. And uh, and they, they party before the show. And then they have wagons. They're towing their wagons in, carrying their coolers in. And you're like, this is a terrible idea to have a bunch of drunk people in a barn on a Wednesday. No, it's not. Uh, what are you talking yeah, about? But yeah. It's the best Wednesday show I've ever done in comedy. It's wow. it's fun. Wow. That's why I keep telling you guys. Bax lives right down the, the I know you live like two hours away, but best Wednesday show, but you have anything going on Thursdays? Uh it's funny that you asked. Yeah. You know, I haven't really thought about it too much. Yeah. But this the this Thursday, which was that tonight? I don't know, I'm not even yeah, sure. It's it's tonight. Tonight. Oh, yeah, it's tonight. Well that worked out well with me happening to stop by because I was in the neighborhood. Uh <laughs> like Norm. All right, what what time is it? What uh, doors open at what time? Doors open at seven PM tonight. And the show starts at eight? The uh, food comes out seven thirty, show starts at eight. I'm gonna be out tonight. Can I stop by? You you could absolutely stop by and buy a ticket at the door. I will. I absolutely you know, will. I might even give you a ticket as you come by. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not well, I don't guy. need the food. I just I'll pay for the comedy. You don't have to pay for the comedy, oh, buddy. Okay. You, you've seen you've seen this. You see this. Well, terrible. can I can I get some time up there? Ah, uh, you're welcome to perform can any I, time. Can I get like five minutes? You could get you could get eight. What? I'll wow! Eight. Eight. I'll give you eight. What are you eight a little? You a little light in the comedy tonight? <laughs> no. You're putting all the all the eggs in the, well, in the food I'm, basket. I'm going to the Biggie Media Party. Are, it, are you seriously going to be out? Yeah, and it's going we'll to be. Come by and so do a set. It's over at uh, it's over around seven thirty, but I'll leave earlier than that. Come by uh, and do a set tonight, then. I will. I absolutely. Right. So now, so now Nagel's going to be at Nagel's the Loft Comedy be Club. Nagel's going to be at the Loft Comedy Club. Wow! You beat Bax over there. I mean, Bax came over for Mark Norman, so that doesn't. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, what do you mean that, um, that you're going to say that doesn't matter? That doesn't. No, no, count? no. It, it, I, I, no, it, it counts. In fact, Listen, I, I've got another event that I have to do that tends to go a little bit late, so it's it's not going to be. Do you, what do you got? I got a like a like a like a, a mucky muck type of uh, Ooh, dinner thing that uh, a bunch of dudes get together and we, uh, oh, we like a little yeah. cigars it's like a yeah. power it's brokers like, it's a uh, he's part of this little uh, supper club yeah it's, he's the the Western Mass Illuminati cigar meeting no, yeah pretty no, much yeah. Yeah. it is the right. Andy Yee uh, ninety one supper club. And it is a uh, it is a very exclusive bunch of dudes that get together maybe like once a month. I, I and here we are getting together tonight. I believe the late great Andy Yee was the head of the local Illuminati club. Yeah, yeah he, he was. was absolutely, yeah, it, was, it was his eye on the back of a dollar right, bill. That's right. Yeah. If there was going to be an Illuminati club in Western Massachusetts, Andy Yee would definitely, <laughs> he would definitely be the one. It would, he would be right in there. He yeah. would have said, "Why do you think I own all these places yeah. all over the place?" <laughs> and he'd call you. Paxi, you're not going to believe this. I've just, I've just gotten in control of the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, was on vacation, a golf vacation with Andy in Florida, and he goes, "Hey, can you drop me off over at the whatever that Mucky Muck Resort is at uh, Disney with the swans out front and everything? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. So he's drop me off, pick me up like an hour. I'm drop him off, I pick him up an hour. He comes out, he's got a big check for a crazy amount of money, and I go, "What? What's this for?" He goes. Yeah, you know, I came down. I, f- I figured I'd do a little speaking engagement. I was the keynote speaker at the uh, it was like a mobile homes manufacturers of America conference or something like that. <laughs> I go, what are you involved in? He goes, a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of <laughs> I'll that. I'll buy dinner tonight. Oh god, I miss that guy. He's hey, uh, the best. The middle best. middle schoolers in Holliston attempted the spicy one chip challenge, the same challenge a Worcester teen attempted shortly before he died last week. Smart. 
The Adams Middle School students caused, quote, serious concern, according to a Facebook post from Superintendent Susan Kusta. But Kusta added that, thankfully, none of our students became seriously ill. This could have been much more serious. According to NBC Boston, the group of around 10 seventh graders tried the challenge during lunch and were physically distressed in the moments that followed. <laughs> My understanding is just from touching them, some of them had burn marks on their skin, Kusta told the uh, news station. People don't realize how a chip could do so much. This is not a joke. This is a serious situation. Let me tell you something. I used to work in this bar in Syracuse. Yeah. When I was in Syracuse. I worked in a bar. In a bar survey says. As survey says. <laughs> um, but no, I, when I was a teenager, I worked in this bar and one of their pr- the, one of the pride items that they what. Was the, what was the bar's name? Was it the Pregnant Poop? It was called Munchies. <laughs> Munchies? Munchies. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. right. The, the, the guy's yeah. nickname was Munchie. Uh, whatever. <laughs> That's the most Syracuse thing I've ever heard. And, and the, the best what do you got to do to get that moniker? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? To make, to make that even better, <laughs> Munchie was a longtime bar owner, but a recovering alcoholic. Ah. Which is the, one of the weirdest uh, okay. matchups you get. Anyway... We had these chicken wings, and, uh, you know, wings were big with the buffalo thing back in the 90s and all that stuff. Yeah. And we we were boasting we had the hottest wings, and it was this sauce that the, he would get from the Adirondacks. It was like some dude up in the Adirondacks <laughs> jarring up this hot sauce. And they had a plaque on the wall if you could eat, you know, however you yeah. could eat, you could get your name on it. Well, you know, for the longest time it was one. And I think, you know, in the in the three or four years that I worked there, the most was six that somebody got to. Okay. But one guy decided to take this challenge, couldn't even get through one of them, right? Yeah. But decided he had to go to the bathroom oh, afterwards no, and he... didn't wash his hands before oh, he went to the bathroom. That. Oh, boy. So uh, he would soon have a burning sensation, oh. much like the burning sensation after our romantic encounter. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea! <laughs> But it, but that stuff. I mean, she's right about getting that stuff on your hands. It does burn in oh, a yeah. way. I, I don't. Not un- like a third degree burn, but you're gonna get. I have never, for the life of me, understood the idea of eating food that hurts. You know what I mean? Like sp- that chip challenge. They had all the YouTube videos. It's a rooster. Was, it's a rooster flex. That's what it is. That's a rooster flex. Well, I can't say that word, but rooster oh, flex. Yeah, you know what he's talking about. I, I call him, Look, man, I can handle. I can handle a, a tiny fifty yeah, of a Scoville heat. Yeah. That's uh, uh, no appeal to me whatsoever. Did you ever see that show, Hot Ones? It's on YouTube. No. Oh they, yeah, they, the celebrities eat tin wings and they get hotter as they go. I go, why? Could you imagine? And like, God forbid I ever made it to the point of that level of celebrity. They're like, do you want to come on this thing and hurt yourself on uh, national TV for yeah. a plug? I'd be like, go screw yourself, buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why would you want to do that? When, when I was when I was young, I could tolerate that kind of heat a oh. whole lot better than I can now. Like today, you, you, that I'm would... like, no, thank you. And it's not even about it, it being in my mouth. It's it's what everything comes out like, the back, right? right exactly. Or everything yeah. in between that I feel. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I appreciate a good, like a spicy that is good with the meal. You know, if it's like a good flavor along with a little heat to it, that's okay. That's cool. But I can't do this one chip challenge thing. Why would you do that to yourself? It makes no sense to me. It's literally ghost pepper. It's the stuff they put in mace. They put in a chip, and then the people... 
everyone, I'm going to go in front of the camera now, and here's my reaction. Oh, guess what? It's just like every other goddamn reaction. Everyone's sweating, crying, choking, gagging, coughing. Yeah, and and that's all very well and good on the internet. People love seeing that kind of stuff. But you know what? I was just more than happy with the two two girls, one cup video reactions. That was was a whole lot more interesting to me. I never (laughs) watched that video. Bunch of grandma. Did you ever watch that video? Oh, yeah. I never watched the video because I, I, I saw one clip of it and I go, I'm out. If I do that, I'll never be able to make the uh, stuff work properly yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it would right. be too. But um, Josh Wolf, who's a pretty well-known comedian, I don't know if you know Josh, but myself, Josh, and Jesse Mae Peluso were up upstate New York, up uh, the casino in Niagara, Seneca Falls or whatever, yeah, that yeah, casino. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he had a video I don't even know if I should say it because yeah, the, maybe you should. The name, well, he said two girls won't go. It was called like Lemon Party or something like okay. that. Okay, it was a bunch of uh, <laughs> of old dudes who uh, were gay, and um, not there's anything wrong with that. Nope, not at all. That part perfectly would have been fine. But they but were enjoying some lemonade, is what you were. Uh, they were doing. Yeah. If yeah. they were doing that, I would. It would have seemed tame, buddy. Let me tell you. Wow, it was the craziest <clears throat> thing. Of, and he showed it to me in a fancy restaurant. And she was recording my reaction. I I was visibly I was yeah, throwing up in my yeah, mouth. I, I, I can't was, watch that stuff. But I was also crying because I was trying not to laugh. And then they came over and they asked us to leave the restaurant. <laughs> and they they were like, "You guys need to leave." And we were like, "What? Why?" <laughs> they were like, "You just have to go." Yeah, you need to go. Now. And I was like, "If you saw what was on that phone, you'd really be upset." <laughs> you, ever, you ever see people looking at things that they shouldn't be looking at? In, like, yeah, in public. Oh yeah. yeah, and you're yeah. just like, what are you doing yeah. out there, man? I was behind somebody at a baseball game. I think it was at like Fenway Park or whatever, and they were sending um, pictures of themselves and their uh, and their nether regions to uh, a lady friend that they must have been uh, dating, and and the guy was go and he had the. The font was big enough that I could read it. Yeah, and he was talking to her, and he wasn't telling her he was at the game. He was like, "Yeah, I just got out of the shower." And it was like a picture of him that he must have already had oh, taken it in front of a mirror. And then it was like, and I was, I was sitting there like laughing, like while he's saying this, he's got a draft beer and a hot dog in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> Not the hot dog that she thought he had oh, in his hey, hand. You mean, know, uh, when uh, the mo- when the mood strikes, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> When in Rome, right? Yeah. Dirty text. Dirty texted from the bleachers at Fenway. Yeah. <laughs> there was a joke I can't say, but that's all right. All right. Well, there's plenty of those. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think we're running out of time. Out of time? Yeah, we're out uh, of time. Uh, we'll come back, though, in a few seconds. Okay. All right. All right. It's uh, going to be uh, sunny with a high of 74 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, coming up next hour, Scott Zolak will be joining us, and also the key word to cash. We'll tell you about the word that could be worth a thousand bucks. All right, so now you got a reason to go to uh, the loft tonight because I'll be there doing a set. I mean, if you're sitting around, you're going, I can, I can hang out with Steve and yeah. Marty, and have dinner for 20 bucks. That's a deal in itself. Well, it's it's so ridiculous of a deal. You know, we have another show coming up, like I told you, in uh, Columbus Day weekend. You're going to do that with me, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At Ciro's, which, by the way, Bax, I have pictures of their food on my phone to oh, show you. Oh, you. To- you were telling me about Remember Ciro's. I told you how good it was? Yeah. I have pictures of this food to show you on my phone. That's how good it was. But we're doing that show at Ciro's on Sunday 
of Columbus Day weekend. Nice. Um, and it's a it's a buffet show. It's a dinner show. You should come. You want you should come out for that. I'm probably going to be out of town on that. Oh, weekend. this is the last. That's that. That's the yeah, uh, the week yeah, before. Yeah, I got to close you. up the camper. I got to show you this though. You got to you got. I'm see looking that. at the menu right now, and I'm like, holy crap! Dude, let me let I me like show. the uh, seafood fraud seafood fraud diablo. Oh, that's the, good. Uh, jumbo shrimp and little neck clams that's and calamari. Oh, uh, that's good. Look at that. You could swipe. You could swipe either way. Like, oh yeah, there's more of it. Or the, oh, another angle. That's what. <laughs> the, the other angle. That's a different dish. Okay, same dish. Okay, let me go back. Oh, you can go back. You let me go back. Go, wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's yeah, a, yeah, here, you can go. Uh, okay. Hang on, uh, you got like 15 pi- uh, pictures oh. of the same dish. Oh, hang on. I, I got, uh, you know. Ooh, the grilled swordfish. Look at that. Whoa. Not yeah. bad, man. It's, uh, well, yeah, there's other ones. I don't know why. Look at you looking at food porn over there. It's a whole lot better than yeah. the video that he was explaining yes. at the restaurant. Yeah, right. I'll yeah, tell you right. that. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Although, do they have rigatoni there? Because I think that might be. <laughs> well, who's, who is this Tony yeah, guy you're yeah. talking who about? Is it? Oh, hey, oh, <laughs> hey, oh, hey, oh. Hey, hey, oh. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, going back, because, uh, you know, it's kind of like the ADD uh, yeah. topics here. Yeah, yeah. Wilfred Brimley was only 50 years old when he recorded Cocoon. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. What? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was only 50 years old when he did Cocoon. Look at this. What's that? That's the thing I was trying to show back, so I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, Pasta Primavera. Look at that. That looks delicious. So Wilfred Brimley, you said, was 50 when he recorded yeah, we were talking about uh, you know people being like, it, the Cheers meme was all of the characters of Cheers and they were showing all their ages at the time they were doing. They were all like under the age of thirty Isn't or under crazy? the age of uh, forty, yeah. but they were like thirty two, thirty three. Even Cliff, uh, yeah, even Cliff Clavin was only even 30. Coach. Even Coach was like in his early fifties. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yes, really, yeah. really, that's I, amazing. They were that was. Best show in te- television history, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a that was a good point. This listener brought up supposedly Wolfer Brimley, fifty years old when he was in Cocoon. That was that was in the eighties, and he, but you figure, you know, he died what like five or six years ago. When did he die? Uh, not not too long ago, right? Right. So he was in his eighties yeah. then. So you know, was during... he the one that did the Quaker uh, Quaker? Yeah, because you don't want to get the diabetes. The diabetes. The diabetes. You get the diabetes. Wolfer yeah. Brimley. He had those weird glasses too. Those. John Lennon's circle mm-hmm, and the big tent, mustache. They tent when the light gets out, yeah. things and the big mustache. Yeah, he was uh, he was on a show in the eighties called Our House. Do you remember that with Deidre Hall? I, and, I uh, never watched it and once. I think who was the girl on that show? She was another famous actor. She became a <sighs> what's the name of the house? Our, Our House. house with, Our and house. it was yeah, Deidre Hall. The, was he ever on Little House in the Prairie? I don't remember him being on that. There's a trivia question for you. Remember that? I, did you ever watch that show? Shannon Doherty was Shannon Doherty was the daughter on the show. Really? Yeah. Mm. And uh, Chad Allen was uh, was the son. Yeah. It was like uh, they were living with Grandpa. I remember the yeah. show. I just never watched it. I never. I wasn't a big Wolfer Brimley guy. You know what else was a great show that I wish they would bring back? What? It was Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. Do you it's remember that show? Awesome show. Yeah, there, and there was this one episode that I I've like re- tried to find this one. It was it was one where this kid was in his in his dorm room. 
and he was trying to get the woman to come to... He had this compound that he would rub on the magazine and make the women come to life Now we've all the done magazine. that. I mean, you yeah. Re, you remember that? Yeah, I've had a compound that I've rubbed yeah, on well, magazine. Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've rubbed plenty of compounds on magazines. Evans is on the pound. And, it, and, like, he would have to destroy them and kill them because every time he was doing it, they would come out, like, monstrous, like, right. you know, you know, like right. UFO-looking uh, women and all that stuff. I remember, I remember that show. Yeah, I don't know if I remember the one with the ladies in the. Ma- when you say that, I think of the movie Weird Science and Kelly LeBrock. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great film too. That was a great. Did you ever, did you ever think to yourself that like certain celebrities, uh, they're uh, like when one celebrity hooks up with the other celebrity, like there's one that must be so toxic that it ruins the looks of the other one. Not shortly after, because Kelly LeBrock was. Arguably one of the hottest women I'd ever seen in the 80s. Right. And then she dated Steven Seagal. And, and that ruined it. I mean, immediately yeah. just turned to like, woof. Well, uh, <laughs> one, like, bad, kind of, one bad guy I'm like sure Steven Seagal. What is that guy full of? I'm ruined. sure he's got a nice personality. <laughs> no, apparently he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he yeah. definitely doesn't. Everyone says no, he's I know. He's, yeah. Yeah. We'll have uh, more with Marty Caproni and Scott Zolak coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. Want to know what it sounds like to win? And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, Craftsman, and Aaron's. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know if you're aware of this, but despite my powerfully masculine persona and my imposing physical presence, I'm actually quite tender. I'm a guy who's prone to cuts, sprains, contusions, hyperextensions, and boo-boos. I'm not the sort of fella who's going to tough it out. When I get hurt, I let everybody know about it. I do this because by blaming my surroundings and objects around me, that's why I totally understand the NFL Players Union making demands in an effort to prevent dudes from getting hurt. Following Aaron Rodgers of the New York Jets blowing out his Achilles on Monday Night Football and ending his season with less than just two minutes of action, the Players Union is now calling for the league to remove all turf surfaces and replace them with natural grass. We've certainly heard this argument before with the union insisting that it was the turf that may have caused Aaron Rodgers to rip his Achilles right out of his body against the Bills the other night at MetLife Stadium. The league claims there's no scientific or statistical evidence that definitively proves that injuries are any more likely on turf than they are on any other surface. The union insists that's not true and that a league-wide conversion to grass is a quick and simple solution to an ever-growing problem. So who's telling the truth? I don't know. All I can tell you is that a 39-year-old man can rip up his Achilles just walking on a floor full of sofa cushions. As you get old, a dude can rip tendons just trying to get out of a bathtub or a sports car off one of the rides at the Big E Midway. Yes, grass is certainly softer than turf, and yes, there's more give to grass when you're planting your foot into the ground, but that alone wouldn't have been enough to prevent the shattering of the hopes and dreams of every delusional Jets fan in the country. Aaron Rodgers got hurt because that's what playing football at nearly 40 years old can do to you. And that sort of thing could happen no matter what he was standing on. However, if the league doesn't convert to grass, I might strongly suggest using Scott's Four-Step, which you can purchase at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. Speaking of which, going to the Big E, going to Rocky's booth for the to get yourself a Traeger Woodfire Grill or an Uni Pizza Oven or some Carhartt Workwear, you can pick it up at the nearby Agawam Rockies or go to Rocky's any location because that's just what they do. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and 74 today. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, listen, before we get into uh, talking to Scott Zolak, i got to let you know that the keyword to cash today for $1,000 mm-hmm. is the word green. That's green as in G-R-E-E-N. Go to the keyword to cash contest page for your chance to win $1,000. Put it in by midnight tonight for your chance to win. Good luck from Rock 102. And he's on the phone with us now. Yes, he is. Mr. Scott Zolak from the New England Patriots broadcast booth. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Well, you you, you guys make contests really hard. You know, hey, the, the keyword for cash is green. G-R-E-E-N. Oh, yeah, hey, well, look at that. Listen, the other day I had to spell a word that had like 10 letters in it. I was not happy about that. Uh, listen, Scott, he couldn't even spell the word money last week. <laughs> he had trouble with that one. I'm in radio. I wouldn't yeah. know what money looks like. M-U-N-E-Y. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me start off with uh, my expert analysis. Where's Juju Smith-Schuster? That was one of my top questions coming out of the Patriots' 25-20 season opening loss to the Eagles. Smith-Schuster was signed to a three-year, $25-base uh, contract in the uh, offseason, essentially picked up over retaining Jacoby Myers, and he played 43 of possible 80 offensive snaps, had limited impact, and wasn't on the field in the no-huddle offense in crunch time. Conditioning? Managing his prior knee injury? Something else? It's a pure football decision, which is what coaches relayed, and that rookie Kayshawn Boot uh, with 55 snaps and zero catches was deemed a better option in crunch time. The no-huddle offense stood out to me. I yield my time to the yeah, gentleman I, from Foxborough. <laughs> the, 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 the two incompletions are the killers for Booty. Like, he had two really good catches, but, you know, hey, this, is, this isn't college. you got to get both feet down. Scott, I, I, I don't even know. Because I didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> of course you did. Not great. It's, it's like old exactly. school. I blacked out there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Who were they going up? Who was uh, Will Ferrell going up against? Uh, uh, the bald-headed guy. Old school. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Carver, I, James Carver, right? That's it. You know, I mean, the, you, yeah. you look at the at the game on on Sunday, and you know, even though they they lost the game, there's a lot to feel very positive about. Uh, you know, this team. The defense looked good. Mac Jones looked good. And if it hadn't been for a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of mistakes, a couple of bad penalties, and a turnover, then this game goes in a very different direction. What? What? As you're sitting in the booth on Sunday, what were what were your thoughts about it? All that all that is true, but like it's getting to the point where we're tired of talking about that. Like these moral victories, that this looked good, that looked good, but we're getting there. Like we got to get over the damn hump. Um, you know, I thought Mac was accountable at the end of the game where I get the ball in my hands last two minutes. Twice, I got to make the play. You know, that's all it be. Um, the juju thing you bring up, interesting, because he was out there, but it didn't feel like he was out there. Um, he doesn't have a burst right now. Um, he wasn't on the injury report yesterday. Now, a lot of guys popped up on the injury report. Trent Brown's probably going to be out this week with a head injury. Um, City So, the other uh, young offensive lineman, head injury. A couple guys got rolled up ankles. Um, so we're a little bit beat up here. And the offensive line just can't pick five guys and roll with it. And that's a problem. But Money time at the end of the game, and Juju has his helmet on watching. That's not what you went and got that guy for. You know, guys like him, guys like Jacoby Myers, you want them on the field uh, to make a play at the end of the game. You needed him, and for them to go with two rookies says a lot. You know, you you, you mentioned about all the guys that are on the, that are injured now, and you know, with the the Aaron Rodgers thing that happened on Monday night, the the players' union yeah. is calling for this conversion from turf to grass, and you know that conversation has happened between. The, the, the union and, and the league forever about whether or not one is more dangerous 
than another. I mean, can you, as a guy who's played on both surfaces, I mean, can yep. you see the difference when you're playing on turf rather than grass? I mean, is that a valid argument? You can feel the difference. Everybody wants to play on grass. There's no doubt about that. But you can also go out and play well on, on turf. Turf, it's a little bit faster. Uh, you guys can run routes that are more crisp. Um, your defense can run faster. I've, I've been calling games for 11 years now. Uh, it's, it's about even, like where how guys get hurt. I've seen I've seen Edelman and Walker blow their knee out um, on grass. Last year, we're down in um, Arizona, and Kyler Murray runs. That's grass field. They rolled it in. He, his knee gives away, and these are all non, non-contact injuries. Rodgers, I don't know why they're making such a big deal out of this one, because he saw the guy was coming, he planted, and he tried to do one of those wheel-out type, you know, reverse outs, and the guy just fell on the back of his leg. Now, if that guy falls on the back of his leg, uh, and that's grass, it's probably doing the same damn thing to the leg. Uh, but I do understand the guy's complaints. Like they feel like the league doesn't protect them, but there's no way in hell that this will ever pass because I think we had what 17 concerts at Gillette Stadium this summer. That's a full <laughs> game. You get more people there than you do an NFL game. You, you can't keep oh, putting seriously. Scott like, Scott's four step down every week. That's for sure. That's not that's not good yeah, for the lawn. Springsteen did two nights. Taylor Swift banged out five. I mean, Beyonce was here. They did country concerts. It's crazy. That's a big gate for these owners to pass up. Hey, Scott, I have a question for you. Uh, my, my name is Marty Caproni, by the way. I'm just a homeless comedian that they let come in here sometimes. Oh, hey, Marty. How's it going, buddy? Um, hey, I had a question for you. So Hunter Henry, right? Um, I don't know yeah. if it was my eyes deceived me or not. I knew they named him a captain this year. He seemed like he was playing out of his skin. Like he was he was playing amazing, except for that that last, uh, I think it was a third down conversion or whatever. And I, I think it was Mac who, uh, I, the, the blame to me seemed more on Mac with that throw. He seemed, instead of drilling it in, it seemed like he kind of floated it a little too long and, and gave Hunter a little too much to think about. Um, but uh, he was named the captain for a reason. Do you, do you expect big things out of him this season? Yeah, I expect huge things out of him. Um, you know, third year here. Uh, he's been here for a while. Bill is in love with him, but he's with the Chargers. Um you know, and he was he was here for Max's rookie year, and they had a pretty good rapport with each other. And last year was just such a freaking disaster offensively that nobody got in any rhythm. So you can just tell Tim and Gasicki that two tight end set when they go to that twelve personnel, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna help the team out a lot. Uh, it's good to see Hunter get the touchdown the other day. Had the big like you're talking about the big safe catch on fourth down, fourth and eight, and got uh, one of those get me type plays. And he's a really good blocker. Um, he's one of our better players, and it's good that he got captured. Uh, this Sunday night, uh, the Patriots are taking on Miami. Uh, the the Tyreek uh, Tua combination in Miami last week was absolutely outstanding. I mean, the the uh, you know the, the the Patriots defense is is good. It's better than it was last year, but that might be a tough tandem to stop on Sunday. They always are, and they're going to worry about Waddle. Like you know, we had I remember last year we we're down in Miami. We have. Too much of the defense sort of swaying to um, Tyreek Hill's way, and then all of a sudden they pop it with Waddle on a fourth and seventh slant. He takes it 40 yards. Uh, they got a lot of talent. They're all misdirection. Now you watch a little bit of that game. Chargers stink. Chargers may be the most overrated team in football. They got all this talent. They pay all these guys all this money. They bench J.C. Jackson, you know, who they paid a lot of money to play corner there, and they just had guys running wide open. Like They were non-competitive against Miami in the defensive end. I mean, yeah, Tua had uh, 466 yards, averaged uh, almost 10.5 yards per, per per pass and three touchdowns. I mean, just, I mean, the guy looked outstanding. It didn't look like a guy who had his bell rung three times last year. Just a totally different guy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, once you clear your head, you know, 
you could always go back to that, right? That one kill shot for him could knock him out for another four weeks. But, you know, I don't think you come back from that like, hey, I'm, I'm afraid to play football or I forgot how to play football. It is like riding a bike. You get back in there, you know, head injury to us, like when we played a game, it was like an elbow, a foot, a knee, anything like that. You get back in there when you feel right. So, uh, you know, so last week there was a there was a, a, a flurry of activity in that backup quarterback situation. Bailey Zappi gets elevated. This Matt Carl uh, winds up not getting cut, but something happened where he wasn't showing up. What what's right. the what is the uh, the deal on that situation? What happened with him? I have no clue. Now this is a weird one because obviously they're trying to they're trying to upgrade over Zappi. You know, Zappi gets cut. They put him out there. If somebody picked him up. He would have been gone, but they got him back to prep to the practice squad. Then immediately they pick up Matt Corral, who was a fourth-rounder last year for Carolina, hurt his foot against us. And I think he's dealing with some stuff off the field, guys, without getting into too much detail or the personal life of, of, of the man. And just things aren't right for him right now. So he left the team on Friday, and it was I – don't, I don't know how they tagged it, whether it was non-football uh, excused, but – that, you know, they went and worked out Ian Book and signed Ian Book. So they're looking for more help there. Plus, we still have Malik Cunningham back there. Right, right. But I mean, it it, it was it was weird to see there be all of a sudden like a you know a big pivot in what they were going to do for backup. Not that they needed it, but I mean, just it's just strange that they went out of their way to get the Coral and to 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 wave the other two guys, only to go back to Zappy in, in like the blink of an eye. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, I was nine-year backup, man. If you're doing that to me, I'm crapping my pants. <laughs> oh, man, my, my days are numbered. Hey, uh, real quick, Scott, going back to that uh, turf versus grass thing, which is easier to paint the yellow down line on when they have that during the game? <laughs> is that the comedian guy again? No, no that's, 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 that's me, the guy that's who's Steve. here every week, <laughs> yeah, Scott. That's the guy who's paid to be yeah. here. <laughs> I, listen, Scott, uh, I'm going to be headlining at uh, Foxborough Stadium at the comedy scene on the 22nd. I promise you every joke will be better than that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that place is pretty cool down I, on the bottom. But yeah, I, I was out down there. I wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> um it's weird that line, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. I like that they put it out there. Like, yeah. I don't like it in hockey when they follow the puck or you know, baseball or you know, or golf when you follow the ball. I don't like that. But in football, it works because, you know, hey, there's the first down. Now it's only second and two. I mean, you know, you can watch the game better as a fan because you yep. can't see the down marker. I was at Gillette uh, about five years ago, and I didn't even see that line on the field. Yeah, no, they, they, don't, they don't put it down the field. <laughs> On TV, dummy. Yeah. Oh, it's on the TV. I didn't know that. Jeez. Hey, Scott, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, good to talk to you, and, uh, and and go Patriots. Yeah, this is a sneaky must-win game, man. You get this one, and we go to the Rogerless Jets. We can be two and one next week. It so could be. Could be. All right, All right guys. Scott Zolak. It's uh, eight twenty-two with Bax and Dangle on Rock one hundred two. Rock one hundred two, Springfield's yeah. classic rock. It's eight twenty-nine, and Ozzy with Bax and Nagel. And Marty Caproni sitting in uh, today too, so it's good to have you. Uh, it's always good to be here, fellas. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it was a Thursday, and it seemed apropos that I dropped by. Why? What goes on on a Thursday? I don't know. Maybe Loft Comedy Club. Actually, yeah. this worked out great. Yeah. Because now you're going to be there tonight. Right. Because I thought I was again. I was going to be able. I was going to have to miss Loft again for another week. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm actually going to be out, and my event ends. Just in time for me to be over at the other end. And you're going to be on stage tonight. I might even, uh, maybe I'll jump up with you or something. Can I like go that. up early? 
Yeah, whatever you want to do. Because I, I, you know, I got to get up early. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to get up. You can't, you yeah. can't have a late night. I can't have a late night. Yeah, I mean, late night meaning nine. I mean, can we be off of stage by like eight thirty? Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 get you, you know, we'll get you up and out. We'll he, get you a plate of ziti and send you get, tell a couple of jokes. We'll give you some ziti and kick you out the door. I, here's the difference, you know, uh, from when I started here years ago, going to the Biggie media party. Yeah, yeah, and then now going to the Biggie media party. Now going to the Biggie media party. It's like, ah, oh, you go shake some hands, you talk to some people you haven't seen in a while, and then you you you, you eat some food and you leave, right? Years ago, I would go to the media party Booze. and then hang out with all the all the all the chicks from the news station, and we'd go out to coconuts and, uh, <laughs> and coconuts. Uh, and some Jaeger bombs, sure. and, uh, and then we'd have a good old time. And then uh, I'd have about two hours sleep, and then come in here at uh, five thirty. Oh, I remember those back in the day. The yeah. uh, the media day was just a. Yeah. Start boozing and you yeah. put, put the pedal the, to the, the floor at the, four in the afternoon. It, Max used to make comments. This smells like a gin mill in this studio because <laughs> it was still burning it off from the previous night. Yeah, you know when you could smell yeah. someone's uh, alcohol consumption from yeah. like ten feet away. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. kind of what it was. Yeah, you know, that's now I want to be in bed by nine at the latest. Oh yeah, see we were just yeah. warming. I, I used to uh, Shannon Martell, my the little Shannon, yeah, you know. Yeah. Shannon, uh, she's like one of my best friends in life, and Chickabee girl. So she drinks like a pirate, like every Chickabee girl does. And she'd be like, "Just come by to me today. We'll have like one or two, you know." Next thing you know, it's midnight, and you're still slamming down drinks across the street at yep. Latitude and everything. It was that was back. I can't do that anymore. Like if I have two or three drinks the next day, I'm like, "Oof, my head." Listen, I, I went to the. Uh, I was telling you, or I was telling Bax the other day, we were going to the Big E uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then like. Watching these people, it was on a Thursday night. Watching, and we're them. leaving around eight, eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. And as we're walking down uh, Memorial Avenue there, yeah, uh, by the liquor store, sure. there's this guy holding his phone on his GPS, trying to find liquor store. Oh, good. And he's like, "Do you know which way uh, the liquor store is?" Boy. And I'm like, "You mean this one right here? <laughs> like you're standing like right in next front to of it." it. Oh, the GPS is telling me to go the other way. He was just loading up on nips so he could get back into the Big E and finish off his night. So, I... The class, yeah, the class act right there. I was jealous of him. I was like, I wish I, I wish I still had that in me. Yeah, to, the, to do that. I don't know, but yeah, but now when I look at someone who's been like at the uh, at the beer garden since yeah. eleven o'clock in the morning and yeah. they're about to shut down for the night, then I, I'm thinking like. I, I don't know if I could if I could still do that all day how here. Can you I, I'd have that. no. How could you? Well, here's the question. So we're doing it. Uh, we're doing it. What next Tuesday? Tuesday right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know you don't drink anymore. Right. Bax, are we gonna have a beer or a V1 martini at eleven in the morning? That's the question. Uh, you know, I, I, there's I, a strong I, possibility. There's of a that possibility, happening. but I'm gonna I'm gonna draw the line at no more than six of them. All right, fine. <laughs> That's twelve. That's they're doubles. We're gonna be in the paper for stealing one of those Clydesdales and riding, <laughs> yeah. riding down Memorial Drive. I'm gonna break in and start yeah. mounting just the butter picture, cow. Just a picture of Bax and I each on a Clydesdale. <laughs> we, I, got, we got news coming up next. The Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news first alert forecast. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians, get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. 
is local radio icon Steve Nagel. All right, the boil water uh, thing has been lifted. You don't have to boil your water in order to drink it anymore. But the real news is a group of exotic dancers reached a settlement in a lawsuit claiming a Worcester strip club illegally charged kickbacks and required payment from tips, according to court documents. Yay! The class action lawsuit filed in July of 2020 had been set for a jury trial later this month. The original plaintiff, Leah Sad. That sounds like Leah Sad. <laughs> Leah so sad. Said in the complaint that the club issued her and other dancers false tax returns and required a quote mandatory house fee kickback of thirty to sixty dollars per shift, oh. which sometimes left her and the other dancers with none of their contractual four dollars and thirteen cents an hour. Sometimes having to pay out of their own pockets. They don't have pockets. Dance. <laughs> I was yeah, right. say. There's, there's no way to put the money. Pay you out gotta, of their own sp- special place. But you got a coin purse down there. The uh, <laughs> establishment also engaged in regular and ongoing deductions and assignments of and from plaintiff and other dancers' tips, according to the lawsuit. S- Leah Sad claimed that uh, during the time of her employment from January of 2019 to February of 2020, the business shorted her $29,000 in just over a year. Damn. Yeah, 26 others dancers joined the suit. You know, uh, listen, I know that times are tough and our economy is uh, is having a couple issues here and there, uh, you know, workforce issues, uh, supply and demand issues, uh, what have you. But if I were an, an all-male exotic uh, dancer, let's just say I'm putting myself out there and would it be available for parties and, <laughs> and uh, what have you. But uh, the bottom has fallen out. Pardon. Of the gentlemen's club industry, there's so few of them still operating. And if you're a woman who happens to love the art of modern dance and collecting sweaty dollar <laughs> bills off the top of a bar, these well, are difficult times. The uh, one of the things, remember that we talked to the owner, the current owner of the Magic Lantern, which is now no longer going to be a dispensary. They, I that deal is, oh, really? That's, that's done. Gone. What? That's done. Yeah. Uh, that's I heard, it. I heard that was it. There was. A, they're not going to do it now. Jeez, I had but such it, visions of these girls dancing to Uncle John's band by the Grateful Dead man. for seven minutes. <laughs> I'm really going to miss Love the Tragic that. Lantern. Hacky sack and naked on stage, you know? <laughs> you get two songs for your private dance. What do you want? I'll take American Pie and Inagata de Vida. Oh, what, is that? <laughs> what is that perfume? It's patchouli. Yeah, P- patchouli. <laughs> it smells like 1971 in here. Um, uh, but the, the owner had said that Charlie Baker basically killed... The, the the exotic dance industry in Massachusetts. Charlie Baker did? Yeah, because he would he they were the first ones allowed to reopen. Yeah. And then they had to close by like eight thirty or nine o'clock. Oh, that was the yeah. BS. The so that COVID. was yeah. the BS uh, with the COVID thing. Yeah. So once that happened, then you're not getting it, you know, you have all these restrictions that put in place. Basically, essentially, puts you out of business. Yeah, you, you couldn't. Uh, you had to socially distance during a uh, like a, ta- a table dance. Yeah, what you fun had to, is you that? Had to, you had to wear a mask. Ugh. Well, some listen. Depending on what day you went to the Magic Lantern, the mask might not have been a bad <laughs> idea for some of those entertainers. <laughs> is there any strip club open anymore? Uh yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, uh, Anthony's, uh, Anthony's, right? right? That's it. But that's it. Oh yeah. What about the other one downtown there? The well, one no. blew up. One, one blew, blew up. up. The the Mardi Gras is oh, I get, I get whatever the four eighteen was is now. That's yeah, it was like I se- center, center stage, uh, center, stage center full. I don't think they're open at the moment. 
Oh, are they? They're probably just renovations. The Castaway Lounge, <laughs> you yeah. Oh, the porn of the corn. Yeah, porn of the corn. That's... Sad one. <laughs> Sad loss right there. Yeah, that was a that was a good place. By the there way, there used to be a place when I was in college. <laughs> I should tell this story, but I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, my college is in Ringe, New Hampshire, right over the line from Winchington, Massachusetts. Yeah. Now I don't know if you've ever been to Winchington, Massachusetts, but it's not known for its beautiful women. <laughs> I'm being understated. Well, neither is Palmer or Munson. So right. My, well, yeah. So my buddy goes, let's go down. It was called uh, Wild Bill's Country Western Strip Bar. One side was Country Western. They had a where the band would play with the chicken wire in front of yeah, the band. Yeah. You know? yeah. And the other side, just this sad side, was the strip bar. But there was no stage. There was just a dance floor that must have been there. And they built plywood around the dance floor. And then there was a little plywood shelf. And you would give the lady, the entertainer, a dollar, and she would go, <sighs> and then she would walk over. She would pull her favorite CD out of a case, yeah. put it into a boombox, turn the boombox on, and then there was a large carpeted box that they would push over so that they were equal to you because, uh, you know, it was ground level. So they would put, and then they would have to climb up on this box oh my and they God. would dance yeah. on the box. And the box would be moving around and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, I don't think that's open anymore either. You know, uh, we've lost all these great cultural icons. <laughs> one, of, one of the worst places I've been into was this place uh, outside of Ithaca. I had a buddy that Oof. lived down in that area, and he said, "Hey, we can go to that. We were like probably twenty-two or twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. So was like, was... we can we can go take a ride out to this place, very much like the Castaway, the the <laughs> the, uh, the porn in the corn, as yes. as you put it. Um, it. You're just driving out in the middle of these cornfields and farm fields and everything else, and all of a sudden you see this little light up in the up in the distance, and there's this barn that was a strip club, and inside the strip club it was a uh, Two drink minimum, but it was soda only. You know, it was it was, it was a juice bar. Okay. And uh, so you, they hand you two cans of RC Cola with your $10 cover charge. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> or whatever other crappy soda that you yeah, wanted. Yeah. They, had it, they had it all there. And then you walk in the place. There's five guys in there who... Look like they uh, may be plotting something, if, if you will. Okay. Yeah, and, then, okay. Uh, and then the dancers... Uh, we're wearing socks, like white socks. Yeah, that's what they did at yeah. uh, Wild Bill's. So then the glass they're on the up floor. on stage and they're dancing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a broken glass on the floor. Yeah, that's yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. That's what they had to wear. <laughs> the dancers like lifting her legs up and putting, and all, all you, all, you can't get. I know the goods are behind there, but I can't get past the dirty sock that's yeah. waving around on the floor. It's disgusting. <laughs> But but again, that that's what these places are. Like people aren't going there for the ambiance. You, you know what it is though. All these uh, girls that normally would have made a career out of dancing now they get online and they do like the OnlyFans or they yeah. set up that yeah. the 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 selling pictures of their feet or whatever. So they don't have to leave the comfort of their uh, bedroom, uh, and they don't have to split their tips. So yeah, they don't have to I, tip out a DJ. I wish I could do that. You, what do it OnlyFans? You could See, do an OnlyFans. No, we could do like a nude thing you know, where people would pay money to uh, see me nude. Steve, you'd have to pay people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. To watch you to be naked. But no, I'm saying I wish I could. I wish I had. Uh, I wish I was a female that had a hot body that could do that and make a ton of money, and I would never have to leave the house. 
I feel like uh, this is a greater conversation. <laughs> well, you know, they, the thing is, there's actually a lot of dudes out there that have their own OnlyFans page, and some of them are, are uh, you know, comedians. provocative, but other, <laughs> but then some aren't uh, that way at all. There are comedians that have uh, OnlyFans. Uh, in fact, I got I got propositioned by OnlyFans uh, right right before the pandemic. They were trying to move in a direction that was uh, more based on content. Yeah. So uh, another comedian and myself, they actually messaged us and we had a call with them, and they were trying to get comedians to do podcasts on OnlyFans. And why didn't you? Because I just thought it would be really hard to say to my kid, you know, like, oh, I'll be on only if you. Well, I, yeah, but I mean. Uh, you got to do, I'm going to be on only, you know what I mean? There's like, plenty, but there's plenty of people that are on that that have children. And, uh, well, it's not even that. It's just you're yeah. telling people you're on only college fans. education. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my uh, buddies, Big Jay Okerson, uh, he had an only, I don't know if he still does, but he had an OnlyFans and was quite successful with it. Most of the comics move over to Patreon. Yeah. But it, to me, it sounds like what you really want to do is become a really hot woman, which, you know, we hear yeah. support. We're I'm all about it, Yeah, man. we're not going to shut down your opportunities. I just, I just want the money that goes along with it. Great. Steve's transitioning right in front of Backside yeah. while we're on air. We, we could start an OnlyFans. I bet yeah. the OnlyFans page would be awesome for us. I, I would wonder, like that. Yeah. What, what a great idea. Just an OnlyFans, and then we just post, like, the three of us uh, sitting around playing a board game, drinking a beer. <laughs> no, we, we'll get uh, we'll get one of those. Uh, you, you ever see those photographers who take pictures of young girls and under the guise of "I'm going to give you some great headshots"? Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they come back and they're like, you know, it, it's basically this guy who just has a Nikon that's. Uh, <laughs> You know, taking pictures of chicks for yeah. his own benefit. Oh, yeah. He gives the pictures away for free. Well, it's like the girls that post on the thing. <laughs> they go, I'm a model. Like, they post, like, on Instagram. They have an Instagram account that says, like, it says, like, model underneath. Yeah. And you're like, you're not a model. You're just some girl that some guy. Yeah, model. Some guy gave three extra drinks to and talked into taking dirty pictures of, and now you're a model. It's like an open micer does one open mic and then post the profile picture of them holding the microphone and switches everything over to comedian and they're oh, i'm a comedian now. no you're not now marty yeah. do you have a list of any of these urls that i could write down yeah i could uh, i could forward those to you after <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, i would like to know what some of those accounts might be i i did an older girl once she was a model she was a model. A model T. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have to crank her up? You oh, to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crank, oh, crank yeah. it going. Uh, leave your keys on the Davenport. He <laughs> used to recall, refer to her as the old jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was uh, could never complete because she was always going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at the time. It's, uh, <laughs> did, we, did we get to a single news story? No, I don't think ah, we did. Hell, Who cares about it anyway? Well, we Sunny covered the issues that people care about. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny in 75 today. Uh, nice day tomorrow for the opening day of the Big E. Sunny in 71. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It's back. Two with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, I just gave you the forecast. It's going to be a really nice day today. And tomorrow with the highs in the 70s, so enjoy that. Uh, great day to see some comedy uh, tonight. Loft Comedy Club, a dinner and a show. Marty Caproni is in the studio to talk about it. But better than that, tonight they get a bonus, Steve Dagle. That's right. I'll be there. I'm going to be performing. I'll be uh, I'll be early, I'll be in, and I'll be out. All right. Yeah. Eight minutes top. Eight minutes? That's yeah. all you're doing? Yeah. Well, all you right. just told me I could do eight minutes. No, I told you you could do as, you could do as much as you want, yeah. buddy. You're gonna, uh, I'm not going to tick off the other comedians, though, by uh, going over time. Listen. 
listen. I know the guy who runs the place. Yeah. I can talk to him. <laughs> Does he, do you? Yeah. Now, are you going to try some uh, some new material? You're going to go with some of that old boring stuff you've been doing for a long time. <laughs> I got this. Uh, I got this great bit about oval team. Really? Uh, jars round. Uh huh. Glasses round. Why don't they call it round team? There he goes with that See? hacky there stuff you go. again. Good. <laughs> you can have that and plenty more if you come tonight. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You come on up. Yeah. Oh, he's bringing the A game tonight. I don't know. Can I? Uh, do you think I should try that joke that I wasn't supposed to? That I did that didn't go over well. At the, uh, at the other two? If there's so. one thing I can tell you is yeah. you could do whatever joke you want. Oh, and I will that? tell you this, the Rock 102 listeners, there is nothing that offends them at all. I've tried. I've tried yeah. purposely. And you know what? You're setting it up, the fact that this is a comedy show. Right. This isn't like just some random open mic that just pops up in a bar. This right. is a, This is an actual... Uh, uh, organized show if you will well, uh, of people and and people are paying in order to get that that type of humor so depending on the show usually you can tell by the so like to, uh you know tonight loft anything goes tomorrow i'm in a place called candia new hampshire i don't even know where it is uh but new hampshire people tend to be a little more conservative so i'll probably be like a little more you know conservative yeah but then Saturday at five, uh, our state rep Shirley Ariaga. Do you know who she is? No, she's fantastic. She's a veteran. Everything else. She's a state rep for the area. She's uh, doing a fundraiser uh, at Loft at five. So Saturday at five in the afternoon, I'm going to be performing there. Oh, cool. And then and yeah, and that one obviously because it's a fundraiser, I'm going to have to walk a really, you know, I'm going to be a little bit, but I'm not going to go crazy. So yeah. here's the thing. We we're on the air. Was it yesterday? Yesterday we were talking about something off the air. Yeah. yeah. And we were, it was going to be about a news story, but there was a part of the story that we talked about off the air that we both looked at each other laughing hysterically and said, yeah, we can't we, mention we that. Can't we can't do that can't part do of it. it. Right. Tonight is the kind of night where you could do something like that. You can do whatever you want, which yeah. is, that's the appeal of this thing. That's why it's a good deal for people because I tell the comics when they're coming. I Listen, if you're not funny, you're not funny. Throw whatever you got up to the wall. But what happens is it works because the, the comics are funny if you're a yeah. funny person. you know, Someone will have an offset, maybe me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> usually me. But but you can try whatever you want to say. Whatever. No one's ever – no one gets offended. No, no one. one. No one. Dude. All right. Well, I'm going to go for it then. You You – you bring your filthy whatever you guys were talking about yeah. off air. You should do that on stage. All right, I will. Yeah, I don't remember what we're talking about. I don't even remember what either. Was it? It was, but it was really, <laughs> really funny. funny. Yeah. When I tell you it was funny, it wasn't just kind of you know. Oh, that's that's, but, that's comical. But this again, was that, really funny. That happens all the time here. There are things that we cannot talk about on the radio, and it's not by our choice. It's rules uh, that are written by the government and our company. Well, when I'm filling in with both you guys, it's always the funniest thing because the commercial comes and that we're howling, laughing, <laughs> and then it comes back from commercial. We're like, whoo! Yeah. And then <laughs> you got to explain to people, like, yeah. it's really the show between the show yeah, that you yeah, guys are yeah. missing That's out on. The best yeah. part comes it's, in. It's yeah. too bad that none of you can really enjoy the entertaining part of <laughs> right, the show. Right, you, you get You get stuck with what's <laughs> left over. That's it. You get the, but if you uh, thought the leftovers were good, you should have seen the commercial. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Right. absolutely should. <laughs> hey, there's a great show coming to the uh, the Westfield uh, River Brewing Company on Friday, September 2nd. It's the Dave Matthews Tribute Band, one of the nation's premier tributes to Dave Matthews. It's happening on Friday, September 22nd. 
Uh, you can uh, get tickets and find out all the information at westfieldriverbrewing.com. We also have a pair of tickets to give away right now at 293-1021. Tenth caller wins those tickets. Good luck on Rock 102. Price